Good morning and welcome to Fashion Friday. I'm your host, Tina Piccoli, and I've got a great show for you today, including men's summer fashion, Ooh, some, some hot trends, and also what's next for the fashion world in terms of retail and the designer's world. Uh, what's next in this uh what I like to call snow globe effect. <laughs> it feels like we're in a snow globe. Things got shaken up a bit. Uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit about the business of fashion. I always like to give you the update on the business end of things and how things are changing, what's happening with retailers, because that in turn affects all of us, you and I, as the consumer and um, hopefully as the advent shopper. Um, so uh, I talked a few shows ago about... Neiman Marcus, uh, but really I was talking about Bergdorf Goodman. Um, so obviously they're the parent company and how they filed for bankruptcy. And I was very upset and was hoping it was basically just to kind of reset things, which which big companies often do. They file bankruptcy in order to kind of get their their uh, creditors their, their, uh, off their back and kind of reset things and restructure and they're able to move forward in a successful way. That seems to be what the plan is um, from what I've read. So uh, recently uh, the court approved Neiman Marcus for debtor in possession financing, which basically allows Neiman Marcus to be operational as it goes through bankruptcy restructuring. So that's exactly what I thought it was. And we've seen this before. And, um, you know, hopefully they will come out the other end. I think that, you know, whether that means closing some of the Neiman Marcus stores, whether it means just restructuring, I believe there was, I'm pretty sure I read this. Don't quote me on it, though. It was something like it will allow them to get rid of four of the $5 billion worth of debt that they have. So that's huge. So that's, and that's great. And if that's what they need to do, so be it. Um, I, you know, it, it, like I said, it's, it's something that is done quite often in business. And, um, you know, I don't want to see Nima Marcus, but more importantly, my beloved Bergdorf Goodman go away. Um, I, I shop Neiman Marcus once in a while. I can't say I'm, I'm an avid Neiman shopper. I'm definitely more of a Nordstrom girl or Saks girl. Um, I think that's just has to do with grow, growing up, my habits growing up, and then my relationships that I have with both stores and, you know, employees that work there, which I have lots of. Um, and Neiman Marcus, Neiman Marcus years ago, years and years ago, Neiman Marcus was always the competitor of Nordstrom. But if you ask Neiman Marcus that, they probably would say that's not true. <laughs> but if you have, ask Nordstrom employees that, they would say, yes, they're competitor. Oftentimes you'll see in a suburban mall that they're, the two anchor stores, and this is an upscale suburban area, you'll see the two anchor stores being Nordstrom and Neiman's. And that's, I, maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. Um, for me, it is a slightly different shopper. But it could be the same shopper. So it's we're not talking about the JCPenney shopper and the Neiman shopper. That's a very different shopper. But Nordstrom and Neiman, for me, is um, very similar. Uh, you definitely get a different uh, product when you go to each one. Both, both great. Quality is great. But in terms of accessibility, um, there are, I think, I think Nordstrom, Nordstrom obviously caters to the whole family. They've got something for everyone and, uh, lower price points. 
as well as designer. Neiman's is really more about the designer brands, the contemporary brand, as well as the designer brands, which we love. So so to me, it's kind of depends on what you're looking for, but it could be the same shopper, in my opinion. Nonetheless, I don't want to see it go away. I, I often will check Neiman's if I'm on the hunt for something. It's usually on my list of go-to places. Uh, like I said, and it's usually something designer. If there's something I can't find uh, in a boutique, then I will, I will usually head to a bigger store. Or if I need to get several things in one place, which is what I love the bigger department stores for, I know I can knock out four out of the five things on my list. That's what I'm going to do. So... Fingers crossed that that's uh, that they kind of restructure and reset, and um, I think all will be will be good. I think Bergdorf's will be saved, and Tina will be very happy. <laughs> Not that I'm going into New York City too often or at all these days, but that's another topic. Okay, so um, I read something very interesting recently. Uh, it's on a website called The Business of Fashion, which I, I have a subscription to. There was an interview. The editor-at-large, Tim Blanks, did an interview with Anna Sui, American designer Anna Sui, who I love. I've loved for years. She's fantastic. And um, I'm going to kind of give you the, the summary of it. The gist of it was she, she made some interesting points about where she sees fashion world going, you know, from here. And, of course, she couldn't predict the future. No one can. But just from sort of a gut instinct, I think she she had a couple of great points to make. And one of the things she said was, um, you can define an error by the clothes. Now, I 100% agree with this. And if you've listened to shows in the past, I often talk about color. And I love how much I love to wear color, but more importantly, how to wear color and what that really means and kind of how to dissect it and really how color impacts our lives, usually in a very subtle way that we don't even realize. And it also reflects sort of what's going on in the world, sort of the temperature of the world, in particular, politics. And I use the example all the time, the days of the depression, everyone was wearing black, lots of black, maybe some gray, but it was all dark colors. You didn't see people wearing bright, sunny yellow or hot pink. Why? Because of the feeling. Obvious reasons. There was a, you know, people were sad, people were hurt, people were strongly affected. And uh, the uncertainty of it all, you don't really want to put on a red lip or a bright color. I, I probably wouldn't either. And I love to wear color. I don't know. Maybe I would, but uh, just to help myself feel better, I'm not sure. But that's the point. It's, uh, you know, the safe feeling, the feeling of safe and mourning. There's a reason why people wear dark colors to funerals and usually very bright colors or light colors to weddings for the most part. Um, you know, it's a feeling of somber. It's darker colors are associated with, with um, I think, more seriousness. Brighter colors are more happy and f- associated with, you know, happy feelings. So having said that, it makes sense to what Anasui has said. So you certainly can define an error by the clothes. And fashion is really a mirror of the times. Agree. Agree. Um, so designers are designing clothes no, sort of knowing what is happening in the world? Absolutely. And I think what people are wearing kind of mimics the politics of the times as well. Um, she believes having spent so much time in sweats that people are going to go polar opposite. Now, 
I love this idea. <laughs> I couldn't agree more with you, Anna. <laughs> um, I agree. Well, I know personally, I'm maybe not polar opposite, but I'm definitely on the other side of the fence in terms of my wardrobe already. And we're still kind of in the pandemic. We're, we're just really starting to revive ourselves and come out of it and, you know, be able to leave our, our homes. And, you know, I've started to travel very little, you know, road trips around here and there, but I have, and maybe it's because of what I do. Maybe it's because I'm in it. Maybe it's my personality. I don't know. Maybe it's all the above. Absolutely. I just got so sick of wearing sweats. And a lot of people I know have been too. And jeans, even jeans, putting on a shoe was like, oh, it's a shoe. It's not a slipper or or a sneaker, which that wasn't even every day. Um, so I agree with this statement. I think that having spent so much time in sweats that people will probably, you know, go the other direction. So I, now let's take that a step further. What are companies that really base all of their business on sweats going to do? Do I think they're going to go bankrupt or fall? No, of course not. So brands, established brands like Lululemon or Athleta or Sweaty Betty or Aloe or Bandy or all of these fantastic uh, brands that are established. No, I don't think it's going to make them go out of business. Do I think they'll see a decrease in sales? Yes, 100%. And I think that's going to be by the fall. I think fall into the holiday season when we are truly, hopefully, out of this, uh, you know, whole phases and partial reopens and all that stuff. And we're really able to just be back to what we once knew was, you know, freedom <laughs> and safe. And um, yeah, I think by, by, by the holiday season, and again, it will be just in time for holidays when when usually people dress up anyway. I think I agree. I think people are going to um, will want to be seen. I think they'll go the opposite direction and really want to make a statement. And I think they want to make a statement with what they're wearing. And remember, my my comment always about fashion, it's really your armor. It really is. It's really and I mean that in the most positive way it could be meant. Um, it really is self-expression. It can, what I love about clothing and one of the main reasons why I, I'm a stylist and not a designer or a buyer or uh, a salesperson or you know anything else is I like the curation of clothing. I like to put things together. I like to mix it up and take a little from this, a little from that and kind of shake it up and uh, you know blend it together and you've got something really be a beautiful look. I'd like to do that for myself. I like to do that for other people and really really create a, a style within styles and uh, having it suit that person of course, that person's body type, that person's personality. So this is right up my alley. I think that um we're definitely going to see more self-expression. And again, at the end of the day, fashion can, it's the armor. So it can hide if you want to hide or it can display if you want to display. It can really do either or, you know, think about it. You could dress head to toe, all black, black t-shirt or black sweater, black pants, black shoes, you know, all, all dark, all dark and black coat and really has no shape. You really would be sort of hiding, right? Or you could have a bright pink dress or sweats, or, uh, sorry, not sweats, suit, suiting, something very tailored, something very sleek, something very bodycon, and you're really then emphasizing body parts. 
and uh, really express. So it really is the extreme. And uh, it's one of the things I really love about fashion. So uh, Anasui also says handy handicrafts may make a resurgence. So, you know, and I agree with her. We're already seeing that um, huge trends this this season are crochet, tie dye, uh, knitting, things that are hand knit. Um, so that to me is already happening. I guess what she's saying was we'll see it more in the home, people doing it themselves. So people relearning sort of handicrafts, which, you know, that again goes hand in hand with the fact that we were all staying at home. So we suddenly now have the time to pick up a new hobby, the time to sit and tie dye a shirt or a blouse, the time to learn crochet or knitting, which by the way, I've tried before and I absolutely would love to do that. But um, I tried once and I tried crocheting. And I needed the patience, which I just see, I just didn't have at that time. Now it was a long time ago, so maybe it's this is a different decade in my life. So maybe now I would have the patience. I'm not sure. So I did crochet a scarf. Um, I think I have it somewhere. It was a lovely scarf. However, I wanted it to be super chunky. Well, I decided to sort of use a different different. Uh, yarn that I was told to, and the scarf ended up being more of a blanket. I mean, it's so it's so thick and it's so huge <laughs> that I really couldn't wear it. I'm like this unless you were. I was just you know like a six foot four huge man. I mean, it's that big. It's l- like a blanket. So yeah, I have to dig that out somewhere. Maybe I can use it as a blanket now, or I could give it. I would give it to my dogs <laughs> because it's really pretty. Okay. Nonetheless, I, um, I would love to, to learn one of these. I would also love to learn how to tie dye because I think, I think other than the, I think there's some really beautiful prints. If I think back to the sixties, um, that were really interesting and not just like, you know, a couple of colors, really some, uh, some beautiful patterns. Nonetheless, think about this, just some food for thought for you. How, are you going to shop? Will this affect how will you shop going forward? And I don't mean today necessarily, but maybe it's in a month from now when you're ready to shop. Maybe it's three or six months from now when you're, you know, everyone's really back on track, back to work and, uh, you know, finances are in a, a better situation than they are these days. And you're really ready to shop or you're ready to buy gifts. How are you going to shop? Think about it. Um, you know, whereas before you might went to, you might have gone to, um, grab those sweatpants or the leggings, you know, how many women, especially in this area, we wear athleisure, we call it athleisure. I just, it's really workout wear. You wear leggings probably all the time. I know women that wear them. That's their uniform. It's sneakers and it's, it's either a tennis skirt or it's leggings and some sort of athletic top on top with a jacket or sweater. That is a uniform. And we know this. <laughs> In many c- towns and cities across the world, that is a uniform. So I wonder, I just wonder what will happen because that's all we've been wearing. So, um, you know, will it affect the way you shop? And will you now look towards a little bit more dressier pieces, maybe pieces are more, again, self-expressive, um, I'm not sure. And, you know, in the interview I was listening to uh, with Anna Sui, she made a really good point. She said, what happened after the Spanish flu? I'll tell you. The roaring 20s came about. 
was born. So the flapper, the liberation of women, and I thought, oh, I get it. So that makes a sense. So, so I wonder what will happen after this whole pandemic, you know, is really over and um, whether it's in six months or whether it's a year from now, whatever the timetable is, I don't know. But eventually we will look back and say, wow, remember when we all wore pajamas and sweatpants for three months or four months, whatever it is. So um, anyway, nonetheless, I'm telling you, I always say this, even if you're the most casual dresser, changing it up a bit, even just a little bit, you don't have to put on a suit or a ball gown, but just taking that step, it really does change how you feel. It really does make you a little bit happier. Um, you put on shoes. You, you, they, they don't have to be uncomfortable dress shoes. They can be something. It could be a loafer. It could be even be a sneaker, but something other than what you've been wearing for the past few months at home and make a little bit of an effort, minimal, minimal effort. Um, it, it changes you. It, it makes you feel good. So if you haven't by now, you should try it and, um, you know, get out your summer gear because the summer weather is here. Um, okay, coming up after the break, I've got summer trends for guys, attention guys, menswear. I've got a couple of fantastic things we've been seeing on the runways and how they've trickled down into retail. So you won't want to miss that right after the break. Stay tuned on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so we're talking to you guys, attention guys and ladies, if you are looking for some menswear inspired ideas, um, or maybe you've got to buy a gift for the guy in your life. Um, And I say ladies, because by the way, ladies, you should also be shopping the men's section for yourselves. Um, I always kind of do a quick run through. I mean, I don't really shop it, shop it. I just mean, you know, I'll check out mostly jackets and shirts. Obviously, not, I'm not wearing men's pants. Um, I'm petite and small, so they one they just wouldn't fit. But two, I you know don't like the cut. I do have a woman's body, so but shirts and jackets are great to always look in men's department. Um, you could you know if you're probably average heights, petite all the way to average, you could wear small, a small men's is really like a woman's medium or large, depending on the cut. So there are often things that I really like. And so, you know, the whole saying borrowed from the boys, why not? So let's talk trends for the summer and uh, a couple of things. Interesting. Things are often on repeat, I've noticed. So things like crossbody bags for guys, this is not new. 
Um, but I think we're just seeing more and more. So the availability is there. And uh, lots, which means lots and lots of different styles. So when it once was just a leather crossbody bag or a canvas crossbody bag, now there's lots more options. There's different fabrics and there's um, different colors out there. There's things that are a little, a little more utilitarian. Um, there's things that are a little bit more sleek. And I also think this is a bit of a nod to, once again, the current temperature. And I don't mean Fahrenheit. I mean um, sort of what's going on in the world. We're, we're sort of trying to make things easier for ourselves. We're also, or at least we were, multitasking. Um, and going forward, you know, it's really all about comfort and um making the most out of your purchase. So I talk in the women's world, we're talking women's fashion, I usually talk about dual purposes and double duty and items that you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck. This is one of them, a crossbody bag. Guys, if you don't have one, you haven't tried it, trust me when I tell you, it's, it's, I think it's life-changing. My husband carries a crossbody bag. Um, not every day. He has a briefcase every day, but mainly when we're traveling. Travel or sometimes to the beach, I notice, he'll take one. And, and I'll remind him, I'll say, you know, do you have your bag? And um, he realized how easy it is and how comfortable it is. And so, and he has several different ones. Again, he's got really cool, sleek leather, leather, a brown leather one. He's got a canvas one that's better for the beach um, and so on. So I think that this is something that is practical. And, um, you know, again, it's just, it's basically a smaller version of a briefcase and as personal as a briefcase. So we're seeing lots of that, um, as well as Cuban collar shirts. So uh, if you're not familiar, that's that sort of very widespread collar, and it's a smaller collar, and it's got short sleeves, usually in lots of prints, uh, is, a, is a Cuban collar shirt, lots of prints, um, sometimes solid colors. This is a really easy way to kind of snazz up an outfit. Um, you know, if you're that guy that normally just wears a t-shirt or a plain solid polo shirt, maybe you want to try this. Maybe this is your go-to outfit for vacation when we all go on vacation. <laughs> um, so this is an idea. I, I mean, I think if you lean towards a more conservative wardrobe, no, this isn't going to be something that you gravitate towards. But again, think about summertime, beach wear. Maybe it's, it's kept to your um, resort wear pile of clothing. And if you don't have one, maybe you should start one. So I think this is, it's just fun. I mean, I see guys on vacation wearing these shirts all the time. And I, you know, if you're a suit and tie kind of guy, um, you know, reserve this for the weekends or, or vacation. And I think uh, best worn with um, just shorts, solid color shorts or jeans. And I think that's best. And sneakers. Uh, I also saw uh, another trend, over-the-knee shorts. So I saw over-the-knee shorts and I saw oversized blazers. So you see what's happening here. Oversized is taking over. What is oversized? Oversized usually indicates comfort, right? So it's not fitted. It's not tight. Um, and I think you have to be careful with these trends, just like the women do, because oversized, it doesn't mean go a size up. 
it means that it's cut wider or cut a little bit bigger, and it's basically the opposite of tailored. Um, this can look very messy and very sloppy very quickly. So I think you've got to be careful. An oversized blazer, I don't mind. With a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, you got to keep everything else really simple and really tailored. Um, Over-the-knee shorts, yeah, I don't mind. But are you talking like a basketball type of short that's very voluminous? Or are you talking more of a Bermuda short? Um, again, that's tricky. I'm not sure that I love that trend. And I think most men look great with a short just above the knee. Um, that's probably my favorite. I think it's most flattering on all builds and all heights, um, just like women. I don't mind if it's, if it's fitted or if it's fuller, if it's wider. That I don't mind. Whatever's comfortable for you. I think is important, but over the knee, yeah, not so sure about that one. Not not loving that one. Um, and then I also saw patchwork prints really big for men as well, and this is also in the in the women's division as well. So you know these are loud but very interesting. I think this is something you've got to wear with confidence. Um, patchwork prints, well, again something that probably isn't for everyone, but maybe something you want to try. Once again, try it as your weekend wear. So, you know, maybe you're just going to the kids' soccer game. All right. Oh, well, Mr. Smith, what a lovely patchwork print shirt you have. <laughs> maybe it's something you reserve just to go on holiday. Um, you know, I think it's a good way to be sort of modern with a twist. So if you're looking for something a little bit different, hey, maybe it's reserved for those, you know, backyard barbecues. Um, and you, again, I would, if you're going to wear it, you got to wear it with confidence. I think best to keep it really simple. So if you're wearing something really loud on top, I would keep, you know, even khakis, I would do something total opposite, very preppy. I would do on the bottom or just a pair of denim shorts. And I, listen, I think this would look fabulous. Um, you know, the trick is really to just keep, if you're trying something new, keep it to, to minimum of that, just that one item. I wouldn't try the, uh, Patrick print with the Cuban collar shirt with an oversized blazer, you know, with a crossbody bag. I wouldn't do all of that. You will look confused. I don't want you to be confused, guys. So um, I would try one thing if you're if you're up for it and you're looking for it. And ladies, if you're if you want to buy a gift for someone um, or suggest something for the man in your life, I, again, one thing at a time. Knowing that person is certainly the biggest uh, thing there, and knowing their personality and what they'll try. I know right off the bat what my husband will try and what he won't. Um, when it, often there's something in question, like you know, it's more of a print or a color. Like, uh, I don't know if he'll love that color or I don't know if he'll love that print. But most of the time I, I can know right off the bat, like, yes, he will try that or no, definitely not. Or more importantly, if it'll suit him, it's not, you know, cause often if I suggested, he'll take my advice. Um, but a lot of times it just doesn't suit his personality. So, um, something like patchwork print, probably wouldn't suit him, but maybe it would. Depends on how it would be done. If it's done like slightly in a jacket or, you know, like a bomber jacket or something fun, he might, he might, he might do that. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the key. Just knowing, knowing who you're buying for or knowing your personality, I think is, is the major thing. And I think through all of this, the one thing is to remember is to be 
you and to be comfortable. So um, trying new things, that's great. Um, That's where I always suggest not spending a lot of money. And um, yes, I'm recommending fast fashion here because I think it has a place, you know, as long as you're mindful as as to what you're buying. Um, And as always, I like to remind everyone to shop local. That's always good. Um, You know, and try something out and see if you like it. It, it. It definitely can change the way you feel and add a little pep to your step. All right, so that'll do it for me this week. And I want to remind you once again to follow me on social media if you haven't already. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, and my blog as well. And basically, if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to follow me on everything. So it's wardrobe underscore envy, E-N-V-Y. Thank you for listening. Join me next week on 1490 WGCH. Oh, oh, oh.